Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slicers, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Sam Blake Clay, and with me, as always, for a special occasion this week, it's his birthday, Nick the Stick. How old you feeling? <laughs> Boom, yeah, doing great. Yeah, big old B-Day tomorrow, and yeah, just trying to enjoy the week. Think about some golf, wishing I was playing, yeah, but... Here we sit, and uh, at least it's getting warmer, though, so we, we, we're starting to see grass, and, you know, next week it might even be in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exciting. Exciting. Ooh. Which is downright balmy around here. Yeah, definitely. Shorts weather, flip-flop weather. Just looking at those spots of grass out there, I think I can, uh, I can tee it up there. That's all I need. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit more melt and i'll be able to chip from one spot to the next in my right right i'll work on my distance control yeah and it'll be wet enough where the ball will just stick you know you don't have to worry about it bouncing into the snow it'll just stick right into that grass Uh uh-huh that's right yeah now it's doing right just yeah last week been swinging outside some more and more with the speed sticks and the tempo trainer and Gonna gain some yardage. Gonna hit bombs. 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 Trying to hit bombs. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite my game, like to overpower a course, but I mean, I like to, you know, we're all looking for a few yards. But yeah, you could add it, though. You could add that weapon to your arsenal. Like, hey, if I need to, if I need to, you know, go for a green and two here, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I can still get after a few greens and two. Just they're all par fours now. <laughs> well, right. Either that or you got to move up, T. Stop playing from the tips. Start playing That's from right. where I play. You want to hit it farther, scoot up a tee box. Yeah. Go up to those uh, those front tees. Play it, play it forward, like Jack says. Indeed. You know, you don't got to prove yourself. No. Um, but uh, no, the, I mean, as long as your body's holding up, which, yeah, I mean, I try to take care of, take care of the machine, and so yeah, I want to, I guess, optimize the distance, with. But I, I'm, a, I'm just a more of a control player, so I don't want to, I really don't want to go off the deep end and just swing for the fences every time and not care where the ball goes, because I, I mean, I, I like to try to hit fairways. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like I mentioned. You have that, you have that weapon there, yeah. in your arsenal, in your back pocket if you need it, right? Yeah. Pick your spots. And go exactly. for it. More shots in the bag. Yeah, the more the better. The more the merrier. Variety is the spice of golf. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So. Speaking of spice, you had another spicy week. Oh your yeah. Day. Oh, yeah. Holy man. 2021. Oh, it's going the way of the clay. Yeah. Doing well so far. WGC Mexico picks that were being played in Florida (laughs) at the concession. (laughs) The WGC Mexico in Florida. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Colin Morikawa. Getting a getting another impressive victory, young kid. Looks like the real deal for sure. I'll say, yeah. I, I just I love his temperament. You know, they they rave about his iron game. I mean, I would love to watch him hit some balls in person. And I guess I was most impressed with uh, the you know he just sw- switched his putting grip a few weeks ago. He went to the claw, so. Good for him to try a bold move, and it pans out. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I actually just started playing around with that too. Ooh. Um, like since since he won the tournament, so like just these couple days here this week, I started Aww. I started playing with it because I mean I've talked about this in earlier episodes, talked about it many <laughs> times. My putting has just been god awful for the last I don't know a few years here, and it's, yeah, it needs to get better. But um, but yeah, like it's it certainly feels weird, but like there's moments where I'm like okay, like this seems to you know. I see what it's doing. I see how it's working. But it, it's going to need a lot more practice, um, especially yeah. right now since, you know, we still have snow on the ground and everything outside. I'm just putting on my mat, which is, you know, it's short putts, right? I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it's going to translate, like, how it's going to feel on leg putts, right? Yeah. And that's that's always been my concern with these, like, switching to these other types of putting grips. It's like I've tried like others, but when I'm outside and doing like maybe a twenty footer, it's like I I don't know if I have that feel with this. And it's mostly it's mostly because I haven't really committed to practicing it. But yeah, like just that initial feel, I'm like I like I feel like it's just not gonna work. But so far, like the claw seems like I can get the hang of it. Like there's promise there where if I spend time, I can I can do it. Um, yeah. And I might, you know, it might be something I add to my game, um, but it's gonna. It's also gonna depend on, you know, how it how it feels, you know, with leg putting. Can I get control of it there? Yeah, no, definitely. That's always the trick. I mean, even for me, switching to a long putter this year, it's it's definitely like those lag putting. Um, it, it it takes seems to be that's the thing that's gonna take need the most practice. I mean. You're usually switching because you know you feel more confident on the ten footers and in, and and that's what I keep telling myself. You know, like you know, if I'm putting ten footers and in better, like why does it matter how good, what, how well I like putt? You know, as long as I get it within ten feet. Right, right. That's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, if you you know if you're you know if you're improving, say your five footers, for example, like say like three footers are automatic. But your five footers are, you know, I don't know. Let's say fifty-fifty, just for sim- yeah. simplicity's sake. Um, if you switch to, yeah, say like the claw, claw grip or you know your your lengthy long putter, um, and you get your five footers to be, you know, say up to eighty-five percent, even like all of a sudden the pressure on those leg putts goes down quite a bit because you don't feel like you have to get it within three feet. I mean, obviously, you want to get as close as you can. Always. Right? But, like, to have that confidence say, you know what, if I don't, and it's just inside five feet instead, I still feel confident I can can make that putt. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of where it'll probably go for me, is if I get to a point, like, using the claw grip, where I feel really comfortable, say, you know, at a little bit longer of a distance with the short putts, say like five feet instead of three feet. Um, I might think, okay, yeah, maybe it doesn't feel as great as I'd want it for leg putts, but because my short putting is so or much better now, I can live with it. Yeah. Right? For sure. And then, and then as soon as you get to the, like that mental state then i mean when you when you're kind of committed and you can see the benefit outweighs the you know the downside um then you're i mean then you'll really practice more and then you know your live putting will start to come around and so i mean putting putting is pretty unique like just everybody is different so i mean and you know even the guys that practice all the time have played their whole life have have every putter uh, in the that they can try out every week, and they they have all the like the, like statistical like science the machines to analyze their putting. Like even these guys like are switching grips and trying a new like like going from long to short and trying new club heads and like so it's they're all trying to get just a little better all the time, or they're you know God forbid like you know battling some severe yips. And, and other blockers that 
yeah, some guys have really, their careers changed because of inability to hit short putts. So it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can basically say that, I mean, not in the sense of like yips necessarily, but just in terms of putting performance, like what it does to a player, we saw the difference between like for Jordan Spieth when he's yep. making his putts, you know, when he's making those draining those long putts, um, he's at the top of the leaderboard. But the past three years where those putts, you know, aren't going in, you know, he's he's near the bottom where he's you know he's, he's struggling essentially. You know, putting can make such a difference, especially at the professional level. Like everyone's pretty darn good at striking the ball, right? Um, but the ones who make their putts are the ones that are winning tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of stats, but yeah, putting putting is right up there. They're like to, to having that extra hot week. I mean, I I mentioned even last week, you know, shots gained approach to the green seems to be one that's standing out to me lately. And I mean, you, the, the tour pros I mean, consistently are the best ball strikers on earth and they hit a lot more greens and regulation has always kind of been one of my barometers that I measure that try to, you know, I mean, you got to find fair ways to hit greens or please at least put yourself in position to get on the green. But then, yeah, ultimately like, you know, the putting, you got to, got to make a couple you shouldn't and just, I mean, they're all, everybody's going to miss a few, but yeah, that's the difference between a, a good week and a great week or, right or missing the cut by one or two. You can always look at one putt that, you know, just burn the edge so close. And it's just a game of a game of really close <laughs> millimeter here. And then a half inch the other way, and you would have missed the net completely. All right, Gordon Bombay. <laughs> Actually, that was Charlie Conway that told Gordon Bombay. And Gor- yeah. Gordon was completely flabbergasted about that. Oh, my God, Charlie, I've never... I never even thought about it that way. Never even considered Holy that. Holy crap! That's why you never made the show, Gordon Bombay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but that's that's the reason why you know Colin Morikawa won this past week and not you know Brooks Kepka or Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel was in like the bunker all of Sunday. He was he was uh, he was in the beach. He's having a vacation there. Yeah. Um, even uh even had to hit a ball out of the water once. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's just getting to see the whole course. You know, he's getting his money's worth. Well, yeah, right. It's like I tell my dad, he's just becoming a better value golfer as he gets older. You know, his his cost per shot is going way down. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's what I'm about. Like, <laughs> You're a good value golfer too. <laughs> <laughs> you get more for your money than the rest of us. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's it. I don't go I don't go bargain shopping though. I'm above that. Like I guess I do still want to have a little bit of quality in my goods that I'm purchasing, but <laughs> Yeah. But I'm not a high roller. Yeah. I'm not you a big spender. Speaking of? Huh? Have you picked out a putter yet or narrowed it down? Oh no, I'm I'm just I'm sticking with my current one for now. I I haven't I haven't found a new one that has clicked. Yeah. So yeah. we might we might just honestly we might just stick with this with with the same putter I have and see if maybe you know the claw you know works with it. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um but if you know if if the claw doesn't fix it, then I think we kind of ruled out every other possibility. I need to get a new putter then, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to start putting some of your picks in uh, wagering online and get some money going, and then you can earn your putter. You can you can buy a better putter with like because you're 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 picking so well right now. I mean. You know, yeah, but once just, I start doing that, I'm going to start picking poorly. Once money starts getting involved. Okay, well, should we put a dollar on it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, put, 
We'll keep it small. We'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, my uh, my picks were all uh, all pretty darn good this week. Pick Billy Horschel, Brooks Kepka. They all both were fifteen under. And then I for my trunk slammer, I picked Patrick Reed, who ended up not slamming as trunk. He was uh, eleven under. Um, yeah, he so, was in the lead for a while, right? Or, uh, I don't know if he was ever in the lead. Near the top, he was. Yeah, he was near the top for sure. Um, he, I saw that. He might have been. He might have been tied for the lead once. I don't know if he was solo lead though. Um, but yeah, and then he had some mistakes and dropped down. But um, but yeah, yeah, he did too well to be a trunk slammer this week. And that's I know. you can't even do bad when you try. <laughs> I can't. That's how good you're going right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe it'll translate to my actual game. <laughs> that's that's my hope. Do picks translate to the backswing? I don't know. Hopefully. Maybe. You never know. You know, may, may or may not help, but it can't hurt. Right. So, yeah, you got your two or three again, back to back. No. Man, that's three weeks in a row you've gotten two or three. Oh, yeah. So, well, uh, that's what they call the turkey. I'm going to have to pick it up for this uh Lemonade Iced Tea Invitational, otherwise known as the uh, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. The Arnie. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, I'm going to do. I'm gonna have to try change my strategy or something. Yeah. Well, you, you have a little bit of time because we got we to gotta talk about some other things before we get to those picks. Yeah. Speaking of other things, what do you want to start with? Let's. Uh, I, I do want to touch on. Let's start with the one that I don't think will take as much time, because um, I I just want to touch on um, Annika Annika Stort and Sam um, making the cut <laughs> this past week at the LPGA tournament, the um, Gainbridge LPGA in Orlando, Florida, making the cut first tournament since like two thousand eight. Just sticking it to those youngsters. She ended up finishing 74th, last place in the money. But, I mean, at that point, she she didn't probably care anymore. She was like, ah, I made the cut. Just going to have fun from here on out. Yeah, exactly. She's already playing with house money. You know, that would, would have been one probably her one of her goals, you know, realistically goals is to make the cut. And she yeah. Yeah, she wasn't like, you know, she wasn't near the top of the leaderboard at all at that, you know, after two rounds, so you know but, I mean her third round didn't help so that's 79, but but yeah, it's pretty, uh when I saw that she was playing, I was like, what? What year am I in? What? Is this a replay? Is this a replay? I gone back in time, but yeah that's, uh, yeah, quite impressive I, you know, she's, uh, I think I believe she's kind of gearing up towards the you know for the USGA women's senior open I believe so I think that's yeah. probably why she was playing in this event but the fact that she made the cut and, and her cut percentage throughout her, her career is like 97% or something ridiculous like that Wow, it, it's somewhere in the 90s I, I could be wrong with 97 but it's somewhere in the 90s and the fact that you know she plays a tournament you know, more than a decade after her last one that she's played and still makes a cut and doesn't, you know, doesn't her, her cut percentage doesn't take a hit essentially is like just yeah. ridiculous to me. Yeah. Yeah. She's 50. Yeah. It's crazy. Which means like, I mean, if she hasn't played since 08, you know, she retired when she was 37, which would be unheard of in the, in the male game. No, at the, at the peak here, like that, your thirties is kind of like where some of those guys are finding their stride. Yeah. Or I mean, there's the there's the young contingent, obviously. But I wonder how many. Wonder like the crazy stats about how many girls on the PJ and the LPJ weren't even alive when Annika had her first win <laughs> in 1994. Uh, well, I don't know if she won that year, but that was her rookie year. I assume she won because. <laughs> It's Annika. Yeah, she's the female. <laughs> she's the female goat. 
Yeah. Um, 95, she won the Samsung World Championship. Yeah, so how many girls I she mean, was playing this weekend were born after oh, 95? A, a good oh, chunk. Not even alive. A good chunk of them, for sure. The winner, the winner um, certainly wasn't born before then. Um, one of the Cordas, forget her first name. Nellie Corda won this weekend. Yeah. She's like 22. The Cordas have won both the tournaments so far, both the LPGA tournaments this year. It's the year of the Corda. Yep. Looks like it. But yeah, she retired. So yeah, Annika retired on May 13th, 2008. She said she would step away from competitive golf. Um, I mean, she was, she's been like the Solheim Cup captain and she's been yeah. an entrepreneur. Around around the game just yeah not, oh, yeah it's not practicing and competing at the top level yeah 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 well no it's it's fun to watch that uh that the legends come back like that and some of that nostalgic stuff from just to see how good these players are and yeah i mean it it, it gives you throwbacks to to like when you know Good old Tommy Watson, you know, was in con in contention at the Open. You know, yeah. what was it five years ago or however long it was? Yeah, like just just that spark of and obviously Annika wasn't in contention in this one and and this tournament's not you know a major like especially like the Open, but um, but when you see you know. When you see older generation players, you know, doing well, it's always it's always fun to see. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about someone who's not even close to being a golfing legend. Some some news came out. What was it yesterday? Yeah, about good old Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I I cannot take this dude seriously. No, not at all. I mean, like I can't even take him seriously on like the football field. Exactly. And he's he's. He's shooting to be a professional golfer in 12 years when he turns 40 years old. I mean, talking about, you know, people retiring and, and uh, you know, when when people or when golfers kind of hit their prime or whatever. But, like, <laughs> he's thinking of hitting professional golf at 40. Yeah, and I was just reading it like he wants to play – in a tour event by the time he's 40. He's like, so he's given himself 12 years to like see if anything, if he can give it a, a shot and earn his way out there. I, I just wonder if he'll get like some sponsor yeah, and the exemptions just to sell some tickets. I was going to say like he could get, if he gets to a certain like level, you know, he could certainly get say like the Tony Romo treatment. Yeah. Yeah, he, possibly. He, he would just be a name. I mean, it sucks because he's taking the spot away from somebody who might have a chance to win and, like, somebody who earned it. But, I mean, it's money, so it kind of rules the world. And yeah. It'll but, sell tickets to go see. Instead of Johnny football, it'll be Johnny golf ball. Johnny golf. But at the same time, Johnny Manziel, he doesn't have the same name or, or legacy as Tony Romo. No. You know? Yeah. It, so, like, even if that was the case where, like, you know, if there's a, a name that a tournament sponsor wants to get into the field, like, Johnny Manziel's not really, like, a, a really accomplished name. Yeah. Right? 
You know, he's played in the NFL, but not very long. <laughs> no. And he, you know, he didn't really do anything special. No, aside from being like just a sideshow. I mean, he never really talked about his football game. It was just more about his his antics off the field and you know, well, what, a waste, what a waste of a first round pick he was. I mean, it's yeah. And it's I mean, it's a similar similar vein as Tim Tebow. I mean, Tebow at least Tebow won a playoff game though. Yeah. Although I sure. wouldn't I wouldn't say he necessarily won that game. <laughs> <laughs> he threw one decent pass at the right time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it, enough for the win, though. It's right. It, it's good enough. But yeah, two guys that basically their names are, you know, household. Well, I I say household in quotes. I don't know if they're really household names, but like, they're more popular than they should be because of you know their college football success. Yeah. But professionally, didn't really do much. Yeah. Kind of petered out. And very, very quickly. I can't so. I can't imagine that. And I guess, you know, I don't know how good of a golfer he is right now. The article said he was a scratch golfer, but I looked at his swing. I don't know. I mean, I was not impressed with his swing. It didn't look very controlled or precise. It just, I'm sure he, I'm sure he hits it far. Um, and he think he probably, he's probably maybe a best shot, like, you know, one round of par or something, but that doesn't make you a scratch golfer. Like just cause you have, you know, one round at or near par. Yeah. But, so I don't know. I, but I only watched one, literally one swing of his and I just want to see how, you know, I feel like, I mean, I'm obviously I've been around it a while and I have my opinion, just like I can watch almost the way somebody grips the club and I feel like I can like gauge them how good, like their, what their handicap is close to. Yeah. Like just, or their, their waggle. I always, I always watch a guy, watch a guy's waggle. You know, waggle? Yeah. I'm a waggle watcher. Um, wow. To try to, I mean, it's not a perfect barometer, but no, it's pretty accurate, right? But I mean, even even so, even if he is a scratch golfer, the difference between a scratch golfer and a professional golfer is still ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> like it, correct. It would be easier for say me to to become a scratch golfer than for. Manzel to be or a scratch golfer to get to the level of like a professional golfer, a tour player. Yeah, correct. Because most people, when they talk about a scratch golfer, even if they are one, that's because they play at their home course all the time and they know that one course inside and out. And if you, as soon as you start traveling around and having to play a different course every single week, and and let alone, you know, the first time you get in front of fans and you're getting heckled and like, and then you have your first putt to make the cut. Like it just, it takes decades to pay your dues and earn, earn that experience. Yeah. There's, there's so many really, really, really good golfers that just cannot make it past the mini tours. Yeah. They're unbelievable golfers. If you ever play like a round with them. It, and it could be at any course, like not even their home course. And they're they're still kicking butt. But when you know money is on the line, when the pressure is on, like you just need that something, that that mental toughness. That there's some players that just don't have it. Yeah, and probably will will never get it for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's good he's given himself 12 years. I mean, I mean, I give a, I give most guy, a guy a props for even having a, a dream or a, a, for something like that, but uh I don't know. In his case, he always, I didn't I didn't like his arrogance, I guess. So I'm I'm not rooting against him by any means, but I'm <laughs> again, he seems to be pretty arrogant to think he's just going to turn it on and be a tour player like right just um, it reminds me of um 
of last year when Jalen Ramsey, a, a NFL player, um, said if he if he trained for a year, he could be an NHL player. This is a guy who's never skated before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all I could think of is like this guy's a freaking idiot. Um, yeah. Like, there's a difference between. Like, yes, you can be a ridiculously great athlete and a professional athlete at one sport. But that doesn't make you good at another sport. Um, Or at least a professional level player at another sport. Yeah, and hockey. Um, Yeah, hockey's a completely... I mean, hockey's just completely different, like, skill set, right? Yeah, with Um, the foot formation and the hand-eye and, like... Like, yeah, just... You can't... It's not like... You know, it's just the basic motion of it, you know, but you're not running. <laughs> Skating is a completely different beast, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. It's not like how running or, or jumping or walking, you know, that kind of similar foot movement translates, you know, between, you know, football and basketball and baseball and track and like all these other sports. Like hockey is just completely different or or figure skating or or speed skating or, or any anything like that. Like, yeah. like that's just a completely different thing. Um, yeah. That's at the base of the sport, like of the fundamentals. Um, yeah. But but even, you know, even with that said, like kind of same thing with golf, like the golf swing is just like a completely different animal. Yeah. That's, you know. You're not you. You're not running and jumping and sprinting and and doing all these other athletic things in golf. You're co- you're coordinating a like a full body motion to hit a to hit a ball. Yeah, and again, I'm sure he hits it far. I mean, he's an athlete, and I've right. seen a lot. Of, I see a lot of guys. Yeah, they can pull out the driver and they can hit it far. And even even majority of the time, I'll say like. You, you, if, if they can even hit it straight, like okay, great, sounds awesome, like. Uh, it's going to take you 20 years to figure out how to, you know, get it around the green and, uh, you know, from a hundred yards and in and dial in your wedges and like the putting. And it's just like, yeah, just cause you can drive it far. doesn't mean shit. Right. Um, although strokes gain will, would say otherwise, um, <laughs> stroke, strokes gain for strokes gained off the tee, but right off the tee. Well, the far, yeah, the farther, the farther you drive the ball, the more strokes you gain, like relative, um, to say like, like hitting, like putting the ball, <laughs> like putting, like you can gain strokes putting for sure, but the amount of strokes you can gain putting is a lot smaller than the amount of strokes you can gain by hitting it like farther. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, um, so like, but that's, I mean, <laughs> but you still need to be able to hit it, you know hit greens and hit it around the green and, and all that stuff. Yeah. But if you say, have that, if you have that skill, how many, if that was the case, you know, if it really was a highly correlated, you'd see more long drive hitters beyond the tour. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying it's highly like, you know, proportional in terms of like, obviously, I mean, obviously the top guys on tour, a lot of the top guys on tour, you know, hit it pretty darn far. Are there hitters? Right. Um, because, but they have the rest of the game to go along with it. Exactly. They just also happen to have, you know, the touch of just the most amazing touch in the world. I mean, they all, yeah, their short games are awesome. I got soft hands for a dude, bruh. <laughs> you got soft <laughs> Exactly. But well played. Well played. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Johnny Manziel's not. He's not making the tour. He's not making professional golf unless he gets the only way he does is the sponsor exemption. Yeah, the there's no way. way like he's going to qualify for a tour event. No, no way. Absolutely no way. <laughs> not even chance. I'm not, not putting in, If not I was making years. bets on not that. Not in 20 years. Not in 40 years. Not in, four, not in his lifetime. Yeah. Sorry Johnny Golf Ball. <laughs> yeah. There'll be no dollar signs for you in uh, on the golf course, unless unless you're playing at your uh, local club. Yeah, which. But uh, well, want to make some picks? Or? Yeah, let's make some picks. The good old Arnie Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. 
You betcha, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too bad. It's too bad Arnie's no longer around. This is true. He's, uh, he's one, he's like the one guy, like the one athlete, like, who's no longer living that I wish I would have been able to see. Or meet, at least. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of, like, your heroes. You know, there's that popular saying, never meet your heroes, right? Because right? you'll probably figure out, like, eh, they're probably not as... They're not going to live up to how you picture them in your head in terms of, like, how they, you know, interact with you or, or greet you or or whatever. Um, but f- from everything, you know, everyone says, like, Arnie was just a straight up, just class act. Yeah. Just be loved yeah. by everyone. That seems to be the word on the course. Goes out of his way to, to make feel people feel better. Improve people's day. Yep. It's too bad. Yeah, he's uh, one of my favorites of all time for sure. So I'm always. I'm always happy when this when this tournament comes around because it's a nice nice little reminder of, of Arnie, and of course I I'm a I'm a big drinker of Arno Palmer, iced tea lemonade mixes. Yeah, drink them all big. day, all day, every day, every day, every day. Big fan. Yeah. Do you mix it yourself or do you? No, I get the pre-made. I mean, sometimes I'll mix it myself, but it's just easier if I get the pre-made. Here. Man, about all about convenience. Convenience, and I mean, the money goes back to you know him, him, you know, I guess his his foundations. His, we'll say, yeah, his company. I mean, it's made by Arizona, you know, tea or whatever. But like, they are license licensing the name from him, so he's getting a cut because of it. Yeah. So figure, you know, it's the least I can do, right? For for a guy I I very much have been inspired by. Yeah, that you admire. Might as well pay him some money. Even his... <laughs> Might as well make the rich richer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Well. Let's make well, some picks. Let's yeah. make some picks here. What do you say, boy? I like it. Um. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off? All right, I will start us off. We got uh, three picks here. We got two best man. Yeah, or best man dark horse. We'll stick with what works. And At least it works for you. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> I need I need three or four picks to have any chance to compete with you. <laughs> You're gonna have to start giving me strokes here. <laughs> you got a handicap going? Do you have an official handicap for these bets? Yeah, but this week we're playing for a dollar. Okay, playing for <laughs> a dollar. All right. Oh boy, I gotta do something to throw you off. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Remember, have you still been doing the push-ups? I mean, I've been winning. Yeah, but even every category <laughs> you lose, you have to. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't done, done it. Once. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did push-ups when uh, last year. I mean, and when I was getting swept, I did a bunch of push-ups. Yeah, we did. I did do them for many months when we started. It yeah. was like every category. It was always ten push-ups, and so. Yeah. No, I haven't done them. I haven't done them this year. Speaking of twenty twenty-one year, we'll have to after our picks. It's we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Buddy. We sure are. We sure are. I have it down. I'm looking at like Tuesday, March 24th. Yeah, one year anniversary. Sounds about right. So, I don't know. You might know what whenever you record. Yeah, I mean, I, I could look. I can look in the logs for sure. I was looking at the text messages, but anyway, anyhow, <laughs> I digress. Why don't you? We'll figure it out. Well, it's not. It's not our anniversary yet. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's it, we'll it's your birthday. Today. It's your birthday week is what we're focusing on here. Yes. So it's it's your yes. time to shine yeah, here. It's my birthday. Oh, then then go and pick, Mister yeah. Birthday Boy. All right. I am going to start it off 
We haven't seen his name a lot lately, but uh, I'm uh, I'm interested to watch him this week. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Um, I think he's uh, he's due to put his name up there at the top of the leaderboard. It's been a while. Talking about but, hidden bombs. Yeah. Johnny. Johnny DeMuscles DeChambeau. Johnny DeMuscles DeChambeau. All right. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, let's see here. I think I think we're going to go. Man, that was a good pick that you just made. Thanks. Good thing I stole the first <laughs> first spot with. Ah, how dare you! How dare you do that? Gave it to you and then took it back. Okay. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go crazy this week. We're gonna go crazy. I I'm like gonna, it. I'm gonna You're pick, going Ricky? I'm going Ricky. I'm going Ricky with this pick. Are you really? Yeah, really, really. <laughs> Alright. That is pretty crazy. Right. I mean, we gotta really test how how good I am, you know, how good this streak is, right? You gotta push the boundaries a little bit. See see where the edge is. <laughs> I mean, tell you what, if Ricky did finish his top three this week, I mean, you and I are flying to Vegas. <laughs> That's all Again, I know. On the next flight, because. It Everything is. you touch is turning to gold right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Why don't you uh, bring it, bring it back? Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going crazy here. We're gonna go with the homeboy. We're going with Steve Stricker here. Holy buckets! We're going, we're going big. We're going big, boys. The Rick and the Strick. Yep. Damn. Wow. I think I'm uh I'm not gonna quite go as crazy. But I'm gonna go overseas. Okay. A little bit dark horse, uh kinda of best man number two. I'm gonna go with the, the younger kid, uh Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzy? The Fitz are I uh, no big deal, but uh, we made, we made eye contact uh, during his master's practice round two years ago, so we're basically best friends. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I told him to have a good week. He was like, "Who the fuck just said that?" And then we locked eyes. Yeah, cheerio, mate. Cheerio, Thank mate. You. Thank you. You want to come hang out with me after <laughs> yeah. after the round? I was hoping you would invite me inside the ropes there, but you didn't. Like, hey, I can caddy for you here. Let's practice round you. You need uh, someone to carry your bag? Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm, he'll call me back for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got my, he's got my number. He's got probably has, he just hasn't listened to his voice now <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then I'm bringing it back with the... Uh, the Trunk Slammer. Old Slammer... Slammer Bammer. Man, there's a lot of big names this week. I mean, it's the Arnold it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. You don't turn down an invite from Arnie. No. I mean... Especially from beyond the grave, you know. If he's inviting you... He's got that, you know, the the ray of light beaming down on you. Son, yeah. you've been invited to the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And you just could be like, oh, I, I guess I'm going. Cancel yeah. cancel my plans. I'm going. <laughs> it's destiny. Honey, keep keep the baby and I'll be back on Monday. <laughs> I'll be I'll I'll be back Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> um Da, 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 man, 
Um, oh, I got, I got a guy. I'm hoping you don't pick him, though. Don't pick him. Please don't pick him. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, man, whatever. Um, going Brian Stewart. Brian Stewart. Stewart. All right. Is that your guy? Nope, it was not. So thank you. Thank you for not uh, picking him. I'm already pick. Um, just kidding, you go. <laughs> You're up. You're up. I'm just going to pick every single person until it's the one. Was it this guy? No. Was it this guy? No. Um, Joel Damen. Joel Damen. Joel Damon. Joel. However uh, you pronounce yeah, that last he's name. Definitely... He's got that look. He's got that look. Yeah, he looks like a bowler. <laughs> he looks like he was on the PBA, and then all of a sudden somebody was like, "Hey, you want to play on the PGA?" He's got that. He's got that seven ten split look. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. It was a uh, speaking of bowling. It was the anniversary of uh, of what's his name yelling that famous quote. The uh, <laughs> who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> you remember that? No. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to send you that. Oh my god. That uh footage, but um yeah, it was like eight years ago or something or nine years ago, something like that. Just the most, it's like the only bowling like memory that is somewhat actually like popular. <laughs> uh-huh. Like in sports history. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, it actually it showed up. I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> see what this is all can, about. Can you imagine if someone... If, oh, now he's, now he's listening to it. You can't, hey, don't, yeah, don't listen, uh, don't listen to it too loud. I don't want to get the copyright infringement here. But um, just imagine if... <laughs> if freaking like Dustin Johnson just does that <laughs> after hitting a shot. Just turns to the crowd. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I never uh, I had not seen that. That's it's hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bust that one out someday. Yeah, it's hilarious. So yeah, Joel Joel Demen. He looks like he looks like that guy. That's gonna be slamming his trunk come Friday afternoon. Yeah. Who does Joel think he is? <laughs> Who do you think I, you are? I am. What does that even mean? So, our picks for the Arnie Palmer. Nick's got Bryson DeChambeau. I've got Ricky Fowler. Nick's got Matthew Fitzpatrick going up against my Steve Stricker. And then for bringing up the rear, trunk slamming it. Nick's got Brian Stewart. And I've got Joel Demen. <laughs> Joel 710 Split Demen. well i mean obviously i hope i hope i win but if if there was a week that i don't do well i wouldn't i wouldn't be mad if it's during your birthday week nick i hope i hope you have the best they're going easy on me respect your elders (laughs) what are you like 60 now got your aarp yet Pretty much. I Pretty get much. discounts everywhere. I yeah, go. you get the senior discount uh, price at uh, golf courses now, right? Your green fees? <laughs> yeah. Just tell. Who do you who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> right. Give me my discount. <laughs> uh that's gonna be that's gonna be the celebration of the year right now. Or this year. Every time I make a butt, just turn to my playing part. I don't even know, it's some random guy. <laughs> Never didn't even talk to him during the round. Just eighteenth hole, make the putt. It's like a tap in. Who do you think you are? I am. Just walk off the course. Like who the heck is that dude? Yeah. Never want to play with him again. You think it'd be funnier if you did it to your playing partner, or you just like look over to like where no one is, <laughs> and like you're just staring down. But you got to make sure, like you got to make sure there's people around that are gonna see and hear you. Yeah, you got to say it loud. Yeah. But you got there's got to be an adjacent tea box with people on it. You yeah, know, that are and close you enough. You just Who let it. You are. I am. <laughs> just walk off. 
You just leave your you just leave your bags of bag of clubs there too. You just walk away. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I want to see it when we get to Sand Valley. You gotta do it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that planned here. We gotta gotta get it all going. Sand Valley, May. Doing it. Gotta all do right. it. But that's that's a ways away. We've got. Yeah, We've got uh, no more for this episode, so we're gonna we're gonna sign off here. Nick, I hope you have the best of birthday weeks here. Hope your picks Thanks, do well. Thanks, appreciate you. Try to stay warm and dream of dream of fairways and greens. Yeah, get out, swing the speed sticks a little bit. Gain, Something. Gain some mile per hour on your on your swing. So you can yeah. hit bombs this year. That's the goal. I don't care what else happens. Just want to hit <laughs> bombs. <laughs> I can shoot. I can shoot over a hundred, but as long as I'm hitting bombs out there, it's fine. <laughs> it's a good round. <laughs> uh huh. That's right. Every approach shot has been chunked, but man, I was hitting bombs out there. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see my drive? Did you see the drives. Yeah. Well. Oh. All right. We'll uh, we'll catch you folks next week. Hope you guys all hit them straight. Peace, loving birdies. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. <laughs> I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. <laughs> yes, sir!